I've said it before, and if I don't die really soon, odds are I will say it again. This podcast would be so much easier if I was just a, just a little bit, a skosh perhaps, better at talking. I also like to say, thank you for the uh, hot lead, Fishbee. You're fantastic. Fishbee's fantastic. I'll agree on that. Uh, I also like to say talk is cheap. This is my job when it when it when it used to be. Now it's now it's a talk is cheap and uh, and this is my curious hobby. So here we are. Uh, I don't feel up to doing a podcast today. I am uh, I am uh, uh, protesting. Uh, I, this is under duress. I do not feel well. Uh, there is an excellent chance this ends poorly. That said, today is also uh, my man Death Metal pa- Patrick. It's his birthday today. Patrick loves the podcast. I could uh, I could have done a lot more for his birthday, but I could have done a lot less too. So I figure I figure we'll do this one for Pat. And I was really struggling with exactly what direction to point this cruise ship of audio pleasure toward. What what what's the safe harbor? Where can we get to fast and safe and with the least choppy water? And then uh, and then I thought of this, which I've never thought of before, but just weird. But I go, I know. I'm just going to start making a list of everything in the news that's bothering me, and then I'm just going to pick three of those things and make it a podcast. Abandon all formatics and just proceed. So uh, the first thing, um, and and this is a huge tragedy, the, the Travis Scott uh, Astro World Show in Houston where na- another person passed away today, so I believe the number is nine. The blame that is being... All of it, seemingly. I mean, a lot of things were fucked up. A lot of things. But the fact that the bulk of the blame is going towards the person on stage, Travis Scott, is, is, is absolute bullshit. You, you've got to... I'm asking you to trust me just a little on this, just a little. I'm not saying I know more than you, but I've been to a lot of shows. I've had jobs where I've worked a lot of shows. I've, I've watched a lot of shows from the side of the stage. I kind of get how these things are put together. And when I heard, and this isn't some, just some dude, some, some or some gal uh, making this statement. This is uh, the chief of the Houston Fire Department. His name is Samuel Pena. And I cannot believe that this quote, um, he said, the one person who can really call for and get a tactical pause when something goes wrong is that performer. They have that bully pulpit. And they have a responsibility. That's really, really hard when you are on stage. The responsibility of this, you know what's right in front of the stage? Like 30 giant security guards with their back to Travis Scott looking at the crowd. Beyond that, they should have a look. And the fact that you think Travis Scott during the capacity of his day, I realize he's a promoter, but you really think he's, he's his own, he's producing his own show? Like, like there's no stage manager? You're telling me that the police, the fire department, somebody, you got to get to one of two people real quick. And from the crowd, you can see the engineer. You can see who's fucking running the sound. You've got reports of death in a fucking mosh pit. You need the sound down and the house lights up, and you need it fucking now. You get to the engineer, and you get to the stage manager. 
Yet somehow, am I supposed to believe, are we supposed to believe that that happened, right? And then they let Travis Scott know when inexplicably in the middle of, you know, his show, the stage manager walks to Travis Scott, gets and Travis Scott's like, ah, fuck it. People die at every show. It's... I just... I'm trying to wrap my head around it, and I know tragedies people want to assign blame. Plus, I will point out another thing. When you're on stage, not only are you performing, I don't, I don't know if Travis Scott parties or whatever, maybe he doesn't, but perhaps he was inebriated. His shows are known for getting a little wild. I'll give him that, but there's wild shows happening every single day around the world. Nine people don't die. It is hard as shit to see into the crowd. You can see by itself occasionally, but especially now with like the pinpoint LEDs, they are so bright. That's why when you go to a concert and the band or whoever, the performer, wants to see the audience in an event like this, they will, they will turn on the house lights so they can see them. To put this at the feet of Travis Scott is, could things have been better? Sure. But is this Travis Scott's fault? Like he fucking did it? <laughs> no. No, like, uh, uh, he just left his house with a bunch of uh, uh, loaded firearms around, left the house, and then just invited a bunch of people over who were drunk and loved to play with guns. And I'm, I, I, So that, um, I'm having a tough time with that. And then the facts are that a mass casualty event was declared at 9.38. A mass, so they've, they're pretty fucking sure. There's dead people up front. Declared at 9.38. And they say that it's Travis Scott's fault that the show didn't stop till 10, 10 p.m. And we're going with that? No fucking way. No fucking way. That someone gets in Travis Scott's ear at 9.38 or anyone who has the ability to make any decision. And we're talking about police and we're talking about fire departments. You can also find the head of security. So now you can get three people. The stage manager, the sound engineer, and them. I believe as a civilian in, in, in that situation, not with any kind of past, any anything, and I know people were climbing stage and talking to camera people and stuff. If you know the right person you're looking for, with reports of death, I think I could have got that show fucking stopped, at least for a few minutes. I understand there's a secondary concern about an abrupt stop to the show and there's a potential riot. Like, I, I get that. But no one's going to riot for a temporary pause in the show because there's people that have died and a lot of other people that are fighting for their life in there. That's not what causes a riot. What causes a riot is when the cops stop a show after two songs because they hate Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> not Travis Scott in his fucking hometown. So that's one thing that's bothering me. It's, it's all over the news, obviously. The second thing, the Ahmad Arbery trial. This is going down in Brunswick, Georgia which I'm guessing is a part of Georgia where I would not like it to be. This is the, uh, 
guilty of uh, jogging while black, and also the unthinkable crime, which <laughs> isn't a crime. There was a, there was a house uh, under construction, and you know how popular those shows are on HGTV. People are genuinely fascinated by construction and the way things are coming together, and, and the fact that someone, especially if they were white and jogging or white and overweight and walking, if they just wanted to take a gander and, kind of, and just see how the progress is going. and what the, We didn't take anything. Place was on camera. I, they talked to the owner of the, house, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the house that's being built. There's not a single report of, of, of vandalism or something being taken or whatever. But, so th- that's, that's the story. <laughs> this week, the defense attorney uh, uh, stood up because um, uh, Al Sharpton, uh, went to uh, the Rev. He went to court to, uh, to sit with the family. And uh, apparently, Brunswick, Georgia is so fucking backwards. Um, they actually, the defense raised a, a point of uh, uh, something for the judge. I forget the, the, the legal term. But, um, I mean, how many, how, many, how, many, how many black pastors are they, are, are they going to have? Uh, the exact quote was, uh, we don't want any more black pastors coming in here. Well, blah, 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 blah. Apparently, the defense thinks that the presence of black people of faith is sitting with the family is going to somehow taint the jury. The judge had to point out that it's um, technically public seating. In court cases, they often... Uh, uh, will reserve a, 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 a few seats for a family or a people that have a, a vested interest in the case or work for the, the law firm, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I couldn't believe that shit. We don't want any more black pastors coming in here. Tell us how you really feel. So that's two. I'm, I'm really doing it for Pat. This is, uh, this is probably the best birthday present he's ever got. I mean, can you imagine if I was doing this for you, but I'm not doing it for, doing it for Patrick. Um, and all these stories kind of go together, the three of them. And this is the third and last one we'll do. Kyle Rittenhouse. That trial is, is going on now. He's the, the kid who went into, went into it. I always think every city in Wisconsin is named Oshkosh, but, gosh, but it's, it's, it's not. There's other cities in Wisconsin, like Milwaukee and Oshkosh. But gosh. Um, so, so, so anyway, Ky- Kyle Rittenhouse. I have no interest in debating the merits of the case. No interest in that. I would like to confront America's social climate, wherein at the time, he's 18 now, but wherein at the time, 17-year-old virgin is compelled to white hero up and drive to another state with his semi-automatic long gun riding pun intended shotgun. With the desire to insert insert himself in the middle of a race protest, flash kind of riot, so fever pit shit is literally on fire. Who wants to to go get in the middle of that? The fucking God. Now he claimed just to be, you know, your run-of-the-mill, average, gun-toting, all-smiles, EMT, slash... Hobbyist mercenary. 
whose interests were to keep the peace and, of course, because what else would you do, deputize himself rando car dealership security volunteer to which he had zero relation to. No relation to this dealership, but he deputized himself the imaginary armed security. Just because, why not? He's from Illinois, now he's in Wisconsin. He he thought he was an Oshkosh, but gosh. It's what heroes do. They deputize themselves. That's what they do. This place have insurance? I know they've got insurance. I don't put my life in between me and this Subaru out back. I mean, it's got the Eddie Bauer trim. No one's getting near this shit, man. Here's, I mean, there's many problems. There's many problems here. Uh, he he wasn't uh, an EMT. That's actually something like you get a certificate. No, he was, was not an EMT. And I just made up the nonsensical term hobbyist mercenary. Mercenary, by definition, is a, is a soldier for hire. There's no sense. Just made it up. Whatever. He's a podcast hobbyist. He's a hobbyist mercenary. Then, then. As gunshots, confusion, and chaos engulf the scene, so does death. Was young Kyle's life truly in imminent danger? I don't know. He's shown, I mean, there's video, but I don't really know. So far, this is what I do know. He's shown no aptitude for good decision-making thus far. None. No aptitude for good decision-making. And there's the question, and I think this is legit, and you can't get this from the video either. I'm not saying what's wrong or right, I just, just think. Did the crowd miss, and uh, if you can hear that sweet ambiance of the, uh, of the train. I, I know it's weird, but I actually kind of, uh, I actually kind of like it. Um, I, live, I live so close uh, uh, to the train that it, it doesn't matter which side of the tracks am on, I'm from the wrong side of the tracks. That's how close I am to the train. I like it. So he showed no aptitude for, for, for good decision-making. And then did the crowd mistake him for some kind of Red Bull race war boogaloo boy turned mass shooter and to save potentially mass amount of murder? Because they he's a mass shooter at this point, you know? That suddenly, is that a fucking helicopter? Jeez, I'm sorry, Patrick. Uh, getting the gun out of Kyle Rittenhouse's hand became the most important thing in the world. Could have happened. Or all these people just hated uh, the look. They hated the cut of his jib, you know? I mean, what's to like about someone who self-deputizes themselves? A car dealership, security card. Um, I have no fucking clue. And, and, and likely neither... Neither do you, or, or maybe you got, you know, you're smarter than me, so perhaps. The only, I think that is a chopper. Uh, the only definable truths are three shot, two dead by Kyle. He didn't get shot. Uh, it was the worst road trip ever. So, so three shot, two dead, worst road trip ever. And lastly, in a state like Wisconsin, where this try, you know, home of Oshkosh, uh, in a state like Wisconsin that keeps electing someone like Senate embarrassment, Ron Johnson, 
the Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty verdict is more inevitable. This is the one line I wrote. More inevitable than Patrick's mom getting him Beats Airbuds for his birthday so he can gymnasium bench press in style. Yeah, I know. Right? Thoughtful gift. Thoughtful gift. Thoughtful gift. So anyway, um, I'd love to tell you that everything's great. We'll be back tomorrow. I, I don't fucking know. We, you know when we podcast? Whenever we can. Do we need to podcast more? Yes, we do. Do we have our reasons? Yes, we do. Are we going into them now? No, we're not. Are we going to sing Patrick the Birthday Song? No, we're not. We're just going to bid you a whatever. And uh, thank you for hanging out. Uh, we're a podcast. I'm told, in addition about the thing about uh, talking and talk is cheap, now it's my hobby. Um, I'm, I'm also told, I will leave you with this, this concluding thought. Uh, I'm also told that here at the Fishbowl, if me and Fishby keep working really, really hard, that one day we're going to be on the internet. Take that to the bank. Adios, amigo.